What is going on, my guys, gals, non-binary pals, and nerds everywhere? Welcome back to Nerd Explosion, the weekly podcast where based on a monthly theme, I nerd out, but whatever I want. As always, I'm your host, Adam Sandler. On today's episode of Nerd Explosion, if you didn't already know, the theme for this month is YouTube, and the past few episodes I've done, I've covered some uh, YouTube controversies. I could go into a lot more uh like youtube controversies but there are just so many and you know there's there's other stuff i want to talk about so today's episode i want to do like a like a youtube then and now like how youtube used to be back then like what kind of stuff i watched on youtube back in the day and you know where youtube is at now and you know what stuff i watch nowadays so you know pretty self-explanatory so i feel like i shouldn't have to explain it more and if you need further explanation then you know what? That's okay. Everybody learns at their own pace. But, you know, you know, you know what we gotta do before we get into this. New episodes of this podcast come out every Saturday, if you didn't already know. So, do all the things on, you know, do all the things and all the stuff. Whether you're listening on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever you're listening, you know, whether you're on a jog, whether you're at work, or whether you're you're in your room doing, you know, what, you know, doing something only God can judge you doing. You know, I'm not gonna judge you. Who am I to judge? But anyway, let's get in to YouTube then and now. Now, 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 now. Alright, so here we are, one of the uh, elephants. And the cool thing about these guys is that, is that they have really, really, really long um, trunks. And that's, that's cool. And that's pretty much all there is to say. Ladies and gentlemen, that was audio from the first ever YouTube video uploaded to the site, just called Me at the Zoo. It was uploaded by Jawed, who was actually one of the the founders of YouTube, the person, one of the people that started YouTube as a website in the first place. And literally the first ever YouTube video ever is like a 13 second dick joke. <laughs> so yeah, YouTube has come a long way since then. Now I was not on YouTube, you know, bad way back in the day, but I do have, I do have some videos up on YouTube myself. And if you guys want to check it out, my YouTube Midwest crisis, it's all in the link tree in the description, but yeah, I have, you know, I, I did videos. I did videos, a while ago, uh, my most recent one I did, not including shorts, my most recent one I did was a, it was a edit of uh, Kid Icarus, who is one of my favorite YouTubers. But if we're talking, we're going to talk then first, my oldest YouTube video that I ever did, it was me sending Give Me a Sign by Breaking Benjamin. It was uploaded July 12th, 2010. And I pretty much uploaded a bunch of stuff since then, like... Uh, my first video was Be Seen in Berkey Benjamin. My second video, which was 12 years ago, 
was I did a little tribute to the troops thing. Um, my other one, <laughs> it's currently, wow, currently sitting at 487 views. That was also 12 years ago. was a compilation from a, uh, from a show I did in high school. And then, you know, there's another singing video, a 11 second video of me finding my, me taking my yearbook out of like a chest I had to, uh, the Zelda treasure music. Like I'm just digging around in this chest all of a sudden just, and I come out with a yearbook. It's so, it's really stupid. Uh, yeah, if you guys want to go through a deep dive on that, you know, check out my YouTube, Midwest Crisis. But as far as YouTube as a whole now, YouTube was a very, very different place <laughs> back in the day. There were a lot of people who are still doing now that started out from the very beginning, like uh, Smosh. Uh, not necessarily Rent and Link, because, I mean, they were kind of there in the early days, but they started a little after Smosh did. But I know Smosh was there from the beginning, but not not even counting like bigger channels right now. YouTube was literally, and uh, I thought I there's a YouTuber that I watched, Ted Icarus. He actually kind of said something along these lines in one video. You know, given that granted that most of that video was him just goofing around, but there is one serious thing he said about YouTube because it's a video of him going through his old videos or whatever. And the one thing he said is that, you know, YouTube was uploaded to mean, like, YouTube. Because before that, you know, you had America's Funniest Home Videos to upload, you know, people falling over or doing whatever. But with that, you had to record it, send it in, and hope that it got on TV. But YouTube, you could just put that video on the internet and, you know, everybody who's anybody could see it. It was, you know, it was really, literally, YouTube. Because it focused on you. You were the main thing behind it. <sighs> Good times, huh? Good times. But there's a lot of different, like, bigger, like, memes, I guess, or big viral videos that everyone remembers from early days of YouTube. Uh, you know, the sauna play in the beginning. Everybody remembers Numa Numa Guy. You know, the big guy who's just dancing to, uh, uh, I forget the name of that song. I just know it as Numa Numa. Uh, there's, <laughs> there's Charlie bit my finger. Um, oh, I was going to find it, but you know, it, eh, whatever. I'm pretty sure it's gone by now because, you know, current YouTube is meh, but <laughs> Charlie bit my finger, uh, Star Wars kid, which sad thing about Star Wars kid. And I was actually, uh, I listened to a different podcast. I listened to Smoshcast actually. Uh, there one of the recent episodes they had Ian talking on stuff, and they talked about old YouTube, and they mentioned Star Wars Kid, and the sad thing about Star Wars Kid is that apparently that was just him goofing around in front of a camera, you know, not willing to show it to anybody, but I guess somebody found it and, you know, put it on the internet, and the kid's whole high school saw it, and basically bullied him to the point where Star Wars Kid had to move stools. And I'm just like, dude, that's just, that's terrible. Like, I feel really bad for him. I mean, he got really famous because, you know, of the video. He became viral. He became a YouTube legend or an internet legend, but for all the wrong reasons. And that's, that's just the unfortunate thing about that. But obviously there were people in the early days of YouTube that put on, you know, put stuff on there to purposely make content and, there are people that decided to make their living off of YouTube, and that's where I bring up like channels like Smosh and uh, Rhett and Link, 
and uh god who else was there i feel like film cow film cow was it really days you guys remember film cow i think they still do stuff but their early days like they had a a bunch of early animations most notably you know charlie the unicorn you know hey charlie and you know the end of, i think it's the end of the first one where he's like ah oh, they killed my freaking kidney uh i loved film cow not just charlie the unicorn but uh do you guys remember the cloak? Uh, the cloak was another another thing that they did, and it was like the Grim Reaper and this uh, this floating talking head, and they literally just like did stuff for you know just did random stuff. Oh, <laughs> uh, one thing I remember from it is I guess he has to. They went to a store and they wanted to talk to uh, I guess the manager or whatever. So he busts through the roof of the manager's office. And it's just the scene goes, you, yes, me. Can I help you? Are you the CEO of Toy Barn? I am. I was just enjoying my window. Then he throws an axe. Whoosh, and that's what you get. You get my axe of capitalism right in your face. <laughs> it's just, it's still one of my favorite old videos of all time. And I just, I love it so much. But I guess moving on from like, just specifically one-off viral videos uh talk about like the early days now i really started watching youtube i'd say probably end of 2009 2010 because i mean my first video was you know in 2010 so yeah i started uploaded after i started uploading videos after 2010 but i also started really watching youtube in 2010 and my main two channels that I watched back then, because, you know, there was literally nothing else, was Smosh, and then I just, a little later on, uh, PewDiePie, because, you know, I was, I was really into gaming, and he was, like, the first out of anybody I saw that were doing, uh, gaming stuff on YouTube, and so, I literally, like, I started watching, I watched Smosh, I watched, uh, PewDiePie back in the day, uh, there was, and then there was just like a sprinkling of like famous old YouTubers that I, I watched back in the day. Um, I remember, I remember Fred, I remember the annoying orange, I just, oh, uh, but we all know with like, with like Smosh, you know, we know they, uh, they started, they uploaded onto their own website. Well, Ian kind of explained in a podcast that he did, or in the recent Smoshcast, that they started on, they, well, Anthony originally started on Newgrounds, and then together in high school, they started uh, Smosh.com, which was a site that people could just upload videos onto, and, you know, this was before they knew YouTube was a thing, so then they switched over to YouTube, and... You know, they did a lot, they did a couple of videos beforehand, most notably the uh the Power Rangers theme where they just lip synced along with uh the Power Rangers theme. And most notably, like what really got them noticed is uh what really got them noticed is the Pokemon theme song that they did, and that's that's basically where their where their um, notoriety just took off. But besides like those main channels uh, the thing I mainly remember about YouTube back in the day is it was just, it was a lot easier for videos to go viral because, you know, you could, you know, your views and your likes actually mattered <laughs> because 
then you, somebody at YouTube is paying attention and be like, oh, a lot of people like this video. We should put it on our front page and, you know, people will like it more. Also, you know what I miss about old YouTube? I miss the ability to customize your channel. Like, people would just go to your channel and see, like, your own personal art or whatever and how you decided to lay out your channel instead of now where literally everybody's just looks the same except for, you know, obviously different profile pictures and banners. Like, literally, that's the only thing you can customize now is just the profile picture and banners and bio and whatever. But back in the day, you used to be able to customize, like, your whole channel page entirely with, like, your own art and everything. And I remember I did that back in the day, I think. <laughs> now, <laughs> you can definitely tell this is the early 2000s. I think at one point, I did, like, I made the background of my channel, like, the Monster Energy logo. Because <laughs> I, I was a dumb teen back then, and it's just, it's, it's so stupid. But that is one thing I definitely miss, instead of, you know, how... Basically how corporate YouTube is now. But, uh, like, back in the day, you do video responses to, you know, different, do a video that you liked. Uh, yeah, likes actually mattered, views actually mattered. Uh, yeah, there's a lot of, like, stuff in old YouTube that I just, I miss now to this day. Uh, but, you know, as time transitioned, you know, YouTube got bigger and bigger and bigger and it just it started to get a little more corporate like bigger names like you know celebrities and like bigger companies started to take notice and like oh we should do a thing with youtube so one of the biggest things i remember growing up for a while was uh, music videos i remember music videos being a big thing on youtube you know people would Basically, if you wanted to find a you know a music video or just a mu a song in general, you could find it. You could definitely find it on YouTube. Uh, yeah, music was a thing. Uh, music videos were a big thing, and then you know companies started taking notice of YouTube. So a lot of companies started their own YouTube channels and did stuff with that, and they slowly started like taking over as far as popularity. YouTube. Uh, I'm trying to like. Sorry, I didn't script any of this, so I'm just trying to kind of. You know, I'm trying to speak from the heart here, you know? I'm trying to speak from the heart. <laughs> yeah, YouTube was starting to get bigger and bigger. And throughout the years, I, you know, I, I subscribed to more people. Um, I, one of my, my favorite YouTubers growing up, or as the years went on, was uh, uh, Kenicris, who is a British YouTuber. And he did a lot of, like, gaming reviews. And I, did re I really got into, like, the gaming review people. Like, uh, Kenicris, uh, Peanut Butter Gamer, uh, Brutal Moose, um, most recently, Ant Dude. But, yeah, back in the day, it was, like, Brutal Moose, uh, Peanut Butter Gamer, Kenicris. Um, and as far as, like, gaming people, like, um, PewDiePie, uh, Markiplier, I got into... A little, a little later, but, you know, and then I got into, uh, Jacksepticeye as well, and then eventually, I want to say, like, end of 2014, 2015, is when I really started getting into, uh, Game Grumps, because, you know, Aaron Hansen, Raptor, he had been, you know, he had been on the internet for a while, like, he did stuff on, uh, Newgrounds, he did animation stuff, and then at some point he brought that over to his YouTube, and he, uh... He, he still did a lot of animations. I remember, uh, you know, before they were together on Game Realms, Dan, uh, he asked Aaron to do an animation for 
a ninja sex party video which that's another that's another channel that i watched back in the day and i was made aware of i was made aware of ninja sex party so i guess i kind of knew about game drums before or dan and aaron before game drums was a thing but the thing with aaron is that you know with game drums he you know him and uh jontron were actually two separate uh youtube channels and i remember watching a lot of jontron back in the day too and eventually jontron and Eateraptor, or john and aaron they decided to start game drums together and after a year, John left. There's still a lot of debate about what happened there, but you know, that's a that's a story for another episode. But yeah, him and Aaron started Game Drums, and then after a year, he left. And then Dan Daniel Evadaniel Dan Evadan from Ninja Sets Party came in to be Game Drums, and it has become it's become the Game Drums we know now today. So a lot of these, a lot of the original people, like I have my. I have my YouTube up right now because I was watching something while I was waiting for everything to load. Uh, who am I subscribed to right now that I've been subscribed to basically since the beginning? Um, let's see. Do, 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 do. Yeah, Tinnitus. Uh, who else? Did you know Gaming? I know they've been around for a while. Uh, Domix. Domix, he does a lot of, he does story time animations. And I can't remember when I subscribed to him, but it was definitely like a while ago. Like I was aware of his videos for like a while ago before like a lot of these channels i know it's weird i don't know if you guys have been in the same position too but a lot of these people like i watched their videos but i didn't actually subscribe to them until like later down the line uh yeah edo raptor i subscribed to him back in the day uh epic rap battles of history yes that's an og youtuber and they're still on well they're still kind of going i guess now today like their last their last upload was eight months ago. Uh, if let me see if I didn't scroll all the way down and see what their first video was. I believe it was like Darth Vader versus Hitler or something. <laughs> the first one on here is Darth Vader versus Adolf Hitler two. Um, but I f yeah, I feel like they got rid of a lot of uh, videos then because the first one on here is Epic Rap Battles of History season two. Which, like, I don't know. I feel like a lot of this stuff is, like, out of order. But anyway, Epic Red Bills of History. That's one I've been subscribed to for a while. Let's see. Going down. Yep, there's Game Drums. Uh, GMM. I have been subscribed to Good Mythical Morning since, I want to say, uh, 2020. Because, again, I was aware of Rhett and Link, like, throughout the years of them doing stuff. And I didn't really subscribe to them until years later, mostly because I'm just lazy. <laughs> but yeah, we got that. Uh, Markiplier, Ninja Sets Party. Uh, let's see. Yeah, Peanut Butter Gamer. Peanut Butter Gamer was one of the people I really like got into back in the day. And my favorite thing about Peanut Butter Gamer is that he is, you know, he's he's not afraid to be himself. And also, he talks about a lot of. A lot of stuff that like I remember from my childhood. He's a he's a huge Zelda fan, like I am. Uh, he he's covered a lot of uh, edutainment games that I played back in the day. Uh, if I can go through, I I wonder how far back it will let me go. But I think my first video I ever saw of his was I think it was a Zelda related one. I don't know. I got a lot to scroll here to you know look through this, but luckily it doesn't take super long to get through some of. His, 
some of his know what I'm saying? Uh, <laughs> like, oh, his first video was top 10 weirdest slash creepiest video game characters. Like, that's definitely what you want to watch if you, uh, you want to be an original, if you want to look at original YouTube. That was 13 years ago, so yeah, uh, 2010. Uh, but I think looking through this, my actual first video I saw of his was, uh, weirdest Zelda characters. He did, he did, uh, two parts. He did two of them. So he did a top 10 weirdest Zelda characters and then he did a top 20 to 11. So it was weird. Yeah. Part one, 13 years ago and then 20 to 11, 12 years ago. So you did a part two like a year later. But yeah, Peanut Butter Gamer is another one. Definitely go subscribe to Peanut Butter Gamer if you if you enjoy like just really weird like nerdy Zelda slash weird game content. He's he's does a lot of does does all the things all the things all at once. So definitely check out Peanut Butter Gamer. I know this is supposed to be like a comparing YouTube then and now, but this is basically turned into me just gushing about uh, my favorite YouTubers. Um, oh, also, speaking of Peanut Butter Gamer, he actually has a second channel, too, called Peebs, where a lot of times he'll do, like, a lot of extra stuff, like, like, trying foods or whatever, or he'll upload some stuff from, like, Twitch streams, basically, because he, he streams on Twitch a lot. But, anyway, going through the rest of this, my subscriptions, yeah, PewDiePie, he's one of the, like, the OG YouTubers, and he was actually on top for, like, the longest time. I think he might still be up there as far as, like, subscriber count. I know it's probably dwindled a lot since, you know, since more people have gotten on platform, but he's still getting a lot of views. Like, his most recent video, which is called I Made a Street Lamp and No One Noticed, has 2.1 million views. Uh, the next one, I'm sure it's a clickbaity title, knowing him, but it's called Sane Alright, sorry, apparently my microphone decided to cut out there. But anyway, like I was saying before I was rudely interrupted, his... Who, what the fuck is that? Charge your... F <sighs> Don't tell me what to do, wife, who I love dearly. <laughs> I just got a notification from uh, Life360. My wife just says, charge your phone. I'm just like, don't tell me what to do. Even though I love you with all my heart. But anyway, getting back to PewDiePie. Yeah, his um, second most recent video is saying bye for a while now, which is very clickbaity. Which I think that's basically him. It's pre, uh, pre you know, talking about his uh, pregnancy is, is blah, blah, blah. If I could speak English, his wife, Marcia, you know, about to have their kid, which actually, um, two, no, what was it? July 11th. So three days ago, he actually posted that they had the kid, him and Marcia had their kid and they named him Bjorn. So yeah, you know, PewDiePie is a dad now. This guy who was all about bro fisting back in the day and screaming, you know, and, you know, Stefano and all that stuff. He is now a dad. And it's just been amazing to see how he's grown, you know, despite the drama that he's been in <laughs> in a few years. But, you know, the thing with that, the thing with the PewDiePie drama 
Uh, I think I said this in the past episode, but the thing about PewDiePie is that I don't believe he's actually a hateful person. I don't believe he's a toxic person. I think he's just stupid. <laughs> but that's a good excuse I can I can have too because it's like if I say dumb stuff, it like it's not from anywhere like malicious. It's literally just stupidity. But you know, he's even with that. He's taking the, the right steps to correct what has happened. Like, he's bettered himself. And, you know, he's shown it on on the internet. He's been public with it. He's proven that he's a better person now. And that's what I really appreciate. I really appreciate the people that can fuck up and then look at themselves and be like, you know what, I should change this and this and just do whatever I can to get away from that part of my past like think of it think of it like like robert downey jr i'm pretty sure i forget what he did to go to jail i thought it was a drugs or something but he did something terrible he went to jail he got out and he turned his life around and became one of the most beloved actors in hollywood right now you know he became iron man so you know if robert downey jr can go from that and you know come back with flying colors then i believe anyone can but anyway, moving on from PewDiePie. Yep, Rhett and Link. Rhett and Link. They've been at it for a while. And every once in a while, they'll put a, up a uh, new video on their YouTube. I'm trying to remember what video. Okay. So they had not uploaded stuff for a while. And some of the... They uploaded like a couple things from... Well, they first uploaded a thing from... Uh, God, what was their YouTube Red show? Uh, uh, I forget about it, but there was some, there was like seven years ago and then they took a break for a while, you know, and then a couple years later, they uploaded a video, a 30 second video promoting their book they did. And then three years ago, they started doing vlogs and throughout, throughout the years, they just been kind of uploading like random stuff, usually either related to something they did on GMM or. Or just something completely random, like a project they did. Like their last one, uh, they're playing characters, and it's called The Quest for the Brown Diamond. Where Link is... I I haven't watched it yet, but I should. But there's another video on there that they have called We Spent a Day in 1984. Where the whole thing of the video is they had to... They were in separate parts of LA, and they had to meet at this one spot... But they had to do it like they were living in 1984. So no GPS, no nothing. They had to stop at, you know, certain locations based on clues, you know, along the way. And they had to read from like a physical map. That was <laughs> a physical map from 1984. So yeah, that's definitely an interesting thing. Like Written Link, they're definitely up there with like some of the original like big YouTubers. Uh, who else I got in here? Smosh. Now... Here's the thing with Smosh. Like, I watched a lot of Smosh back in the day. Smosh is basically what got me through, like, my junior, uh, my sophomore, junior, senior years. And I just, you know, Ian and Anthony, I watched uh, Lunchtime with Smosh all the time. Uh, Food Battles was my favorite thing. When they did the Zelda rap, that was, <laughs> that was a huge thing. Everyone. All right, microphone, let's make a deal. You interrupt me again. I'm going to shove you where the sun don't shine. Are we clear? Good. But Smosh. Yeah, Smosh. Uh, yeah, back then it was just Ian and Anthony. They had 
a few other people with them at the time, but they were, you know, they were the big channel that they definitely are now. Uh, the thing with Smosh, now, a lot of people have definitely, you know, I'm sure a lot of people have seen stuff about Smosh over the past, you know, couple of weeks or whatever, or the past month. So the thing with Smosh, you know, they were going for a while. It was Ian and Anthony and eventually more people. And at one point they got bought out. Well, they got bought out by Defy, Defy Media, who are a multi-channel network. And what they did, basically what they did is they served as like a distribution or like they basically served as a company to be like, hey, we're, we'll make sure your videos get out. And, you know, basically, you know, we make the money and then we pay you. So they still got to put up their videos, but they had to do a lot of what Defy wanted them to do. And shortly after, it was after that is when I stopped watching because I noticed it just wasn't the same Smosh that I was used to. So after Defy, I kind of stopped watching. So I missed when like, uh, like Shane Top, uh, Courtney Miller came in, when the rest of them came in. And I wasn't aware of anything Smosh was doing until like later down the line when I saw in my recommended a video from Anthony saying like, or from Smosh saying Anthony is leaving Smosh. So basically what happened there is that there was a lot of just drama behind the scenes and uh, Defy was just not letting Anthony be you know, his his creativity was being stifled by Defy, so he decided to leave before shit hit the fan. And oh, believe me, did shit hit the fan, because it was, what the hell is going on out there? Fucking Wrath of God up in this bitch? Is that what's going on? But anyway, getting back to the topic at hand, uh, yeah, Anthony left Smosh, and then shortly after, yeah, shit hit the fan, because... Defy ended up eventually going bankrupt just without notice and they were ceasing production and apparently they didn't let anybody know until like the day of in an email because Ian has gone on record and said that the higher ups at Defy basically sent out an email the same day and was like yeah we're done you know get your stuff and get out and everybody was pissed apparently he said that a lot of people just like took whatever they could out of the out of the uh, studio or out of the building and just left so there was a while where Smosh was just you know on their own just without anybody without any like big anybody who owned them they were just on their own eventually uh Rhett and Link along with you know as part of Mythical Entertainment they picked up Smosh and were like you know what we'll we'll help you uh, I forget exactly what like multi-channel networks do, but basically, what they do is they will ho- basically host a channel under their like production company, and they allow people to promote videos out through them, and you know still keep the same name of the channel and everything. And why Mythical was better for them because you know it was trusted people, it was Brett and Link. And they basically just let them do their own thing. They let them use their, you know, part of their studio for a while. And they let them do their own thing and, you know, basically pit them back up when they were in a a dark place when Smosh was almost about to just, you know, be done entirely. So that would have been, like, everybody's childhood and just years of entertainment just gone if it wasn't for Rutten Lane. So, you know, congrats to them. But, you know, we, you know, we go further down the line and... Just recently, 
well, like within the past month, the they put up a video on the Smosh channel. It was Ian and Anthony in a video announcing that they have bought back Smosh from Brent and Link. So apparently what had happened is, you know, throughout the years, uh, Ian and Anthony started talking again and they decided to, you know, they're in a great position where they can buy back, you know, their channel, you know, their company, basically. So now Ian and Anthony own Smosh again. And it's it's going to be really interesting to see. It's still really early on. So it's going to be really interesting to see, you know, what happens now. You know, the boys are back in charge of Smosh. So we'll see where it goes. Like, they just, apparently, uh, every other week, they're doing a, like, an original Ian and Anthony sketch. And so far, they've done two. They did We Summoned a Demon, where, <laughs> where they try to get Taylor Swift tickets. And they did a remake of an old video they did called Stop Copying Me, where Ian and Anthony are basically copying each other, but they're saying the exact same thing at the exact same time. Um, but yeah, that's that's just a story of Smosh, and I'm just, I got really excited when I saw that Anthony was back. Because I know, I know it's a meme, it was a meme with them for a while, to be like, hey, where's Anthony? Blah, 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 blah. But now he's officially back, and they've worked out... Ian and Anthony worked out, like, any any bad blood between them, <laughs> both personally and, like, publicly, like, in a video. And it's just, it's really great. Like, I had a huge smile on, on my face the whole, like, the during the whole announcement. I was just, you know, I was glad. My boys are back. But, yeah, Smosh is, Smosh is definitely one of the, my OG comfort one, comfort YouTubers that I watched back in the day. Uh, who else on here? There's, um, now I'm sad. I looked it through my subscriptions and one of mine is Vans Warped Tour, which sadly is not a thing anymore. Uh, God, God, you guys remember Warped Tour? You know, during the summer, they went over all over the country. Oh God, excuse me. They went all over the country and, you know, they had a bunch of bands play for them, and it was it was great. And then they, I think they stopped um, after COVID, after 2020, because they just, you know, they couldn't get anybody to do it anymore. So they're like, all right, we're just going to end it, which, you know, end of an era, unfortunately. But, oh, well, we have the memories. But I'm trying to think um, what else I can do it to. I mean, the only other thing I can say is that, you know, YouTube of old was great. I definitely, you know, YouTube now is okay. Like, I just, I hate how a lot of, ooh, John uploaded a new video, apparently. JonTron. <laughs> apparently, JonTron opened up a, uh, he opened up. He uploaded a new video called Reading Unhinged Reviews on Doodle Maps, Magic Short Bus. Uh, I know I'll have to check that out after I'm done recording this, but... Uh, I guess the only th other thing I could say is when you look at YouTube of old versus YouTube now, there's definitely like a lot of stuff that with old YouTube that new YouTube should look at. And but especially with like smaller channels, because it is very hard for smaller channels now to get, you know, popular because you have to know the right people. And basically you just have to, you have to play an algorithm. 
like being like becoming a YouTube star now, like unless you already have like a big following on other social media, trying to become a YouTube star now by just uploading a video is basically like throwing a quarter into a slot machine and just hoping to get all sevens. And you just, you can't get all sevens. You get like a cherry, a fucking, you get one seven, a cherry, and fucking a penis. I don't know. But basically, it's a lot of luck and you have to play the algorithm. That like I think that's the secret to being like YouTube famous now. If anybody's looking for that advice, I think the secret is definitely, you know, play the algorithm you know know when to upload the right video at the right time or just you know don't (laughs) it's it's honestly not worth it honestly but you know the whole youtube landscape has changed and youtube of old used to be about like the people who uploaded like you know your 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 game grumps your smoshes your your rent and links everything it used to be just about them and now, like, they're still big, but YouTube has gravitated more to more, like, mainstream and corporate. Like, you can have, like, looking at my thing right now, I can watch, uh, like, six seasons of Kitchen Nightmares free with ads and Hell's Kitchen and, like, and H2O just add water. There's It's become very corporate and a very, very monetized, you know, which is ironic because they accept a lot of money from these companies to, you know, show all these shows and everything, but they'll pay their YouTubers basically jack shit. And the, the, my other biggest complaint, I'm sorry, this is a long episode, but my biggest, I think I'll end it on this complaint. One of my biggest complaints is the whole copyright thing. Basically people will be copyright struck left and right for stupid reasons, especially smaller creators. And, any hope they have of growing is just gone. So I just, you know, there's a lot of like YouTube to be great. YouTube, YouTube, YouTube could still be great, but there is a lot of shit they have to fix. Like they have to basically allow smaller creators, you know, I'm not saying they should be able to go viral or whatever, like right away. I'm just saying they should at least have a chance, you know? Like, smaller creators should at least have a chance. You know, YouTube YouTube needs to stop pushing Jimmy Kimmel, Jimmy Fallon, and all these, like, mainstream, like, celebrities. And just, hey, focus on the people that built your platform in the first place. You know what I'm saying? I'm calling you out, whoever the CEO of YouTube is right now, because I know it's not Susan. But, yeah. That's uh, YouTube then and now. YouTube, you know, I miss the YouTube of old sometimes, but there is a lot of stuff definitely we have improved on since then. You know, we got out of, like, the cringy stage of a lot of people, um, hopefully, because I know a lot of people still upload it, and if you're one of those people, then you need a reality check. But YouTube then, you know, it, it is what it is, and there's a reason it got big, because it was a thing for... People just, uh, you know, be themselves and upload their personalities on the platform. And now people can still do that, but it's harder to get noticed when you're buried under, like, mainstream media, basically. So, with that being said, I think in conclusion, you know, YouTube is, you know, YouTube is a big thing. And there's, 
it should either go up from here if they improve a lot of stuff, or one day it's just gonna tank completely and people have to find other, you know, all these YouTubers have to find other forms of income, basically. I think a lot of these YouTubers actually could probably, like, YouTube, YouTube could die tomorrow, and a lot of these YouTubers would be like, well, I still have enough money to live comfortably for the rest of my life. I think uh, Jacksepticeye and Markiplier have actually gone on record saying that, like, if YouTube died, they could still, like, they'll be fine. They could still live comfortably for, like, if, you know, for a good while, if not the rest of their lives. So, either YouTube will, you know, still go and still be a big part of people's lives, or there will come the day where YouTube will just, you know, basically, YouTube will just be like, yeah, we're not doing anything anymore, you know, the, the website's dead, so... We'll see what happens with YouTube. I'm really curious to see, like, the future of YouTube. But I guess with that being said, I am going to end this episode here. What do you guys remember watching back in the day? Um, back in the grand old days of YouTube? Let me know on social medias. You know, Twitter. It's on the link tree. You know, I'm Midwest Crisis or Midwest Crisis 93 on all things. Just check the, check the link tree in the description. You'll, you'll find me in places. But with that being said, I'm going to end this episode here. I hope you guys drink plenty of water. It's really important to stay hydrated. I hope you guys do positive things out there. You know, be good to yourself. Be good to each other. I've been Cameron. And as always, I will see you guys in the next one. Nerd out. <laughs>